The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. I have amazing news. Oh, what is it, Jimmy? That we have I'm going to be on today's podcast. Yay. Who is? <laughs> Me. See? Well, that's not great news. I mean, that's fantastic news, but that's an everyday thing. No, I know, but like a little behind the scenes. I have a doctor's appointment earlier, so we didn't know if I was going to be able to make it. And then I was out super early. You never get out early. Um from the doctor's office. So anyway, thank you, Phoenix, for, for joining. We weren't sure if I was going to make it, but we're always happy to have you. It's always a delight. Yes. I hope everything's good with your whole doctor situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm a bad sleeper, as you guys know. So yes. I, want, I, want, I went to a sleep uh, guy, and he's going to try to get me on the right track and maybe do another test. So that was the first step. But it, literally, they don't have appointments until the end of May, and they managed to squeeze me in, so I had to take it. Jimmy. Yeah. You will go to sleep. Oh, I will put you to sleep. You know what, Matt? If you lived with me, I would sleep a lot better. I would put on my little apnea mask, and then you could just fucking submit me, and I would doze off and wake up with my mask on. Matt, don't think that I didn't know that that was a happy Gilmore quote. Of course it was. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Listen, Jimmy doesn't like any kind of comedies. His dark card doesn't, doesn't have room for any more chuckles. But us, we love Adam Sandler movies. And yes, that was from that. And when I teach jujitsu, I use Adam Sandler references. Yes, it's all in the hips. And I also sometimes miss the deeds. Sneaky, sneaky. I do like some comedies. I, I like. I don't have anything against Adam Sandler. I'll tell you, use a comedy I love besides Airplane, obviously, and Naked Gun. Used Cars with Kurt Russell and Jack Warden. I love Used Cars. Why is that? Um, Tell me. Hollywood Nights. I love. It was one of Michelle Pfeiffer's first movies with Robert Wool and Tony Danza. 
I, uh, I uh, 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 observe and report with Seth Rogen was fucking hilarious. First of all, that was great. Yeah, that was great. And that was when he was a, like, it was almost like a dark version of mall cop. That's right. right. But it was, I think it was first. I think that's exactly it. But it, it, I think that movie was first and it made like 40 million compared to the hundred million. Ray Liotta was in it. He was so great. I have one before we get into the podcast today. I have one request for all of you and for all fight fans. Sure. Silent Night is great. It is great from start to the finish. If Santa Claus was a Viking that just killed people, it is genius. The fight scenes are genius and it is also really, really funny. So highly recommend Violent Night. Can I say that I agree? I agree. And, uh, you know, we took the whole family for like a, a you know, we can listen. As long as there's not a lot of like sex in a movie, I'll watch it with my family. You know what I mean? Like, like Violent Night, they could handle that. Santa, yeah. You know, Santa Claus bashing some heads in. It had a good message. Uh, I'll tell you right now, guys, what I did. I tried to, me and my wife, you know, we watch, we get, we watch a lot of movies with our kids when we're having dinner and stuff. And we're like, yeah, what do you want to watch tonight? I'm like, you know what? How about like a teenage, like an 80s fucking comedy? What, we, what about 16 Candles? Remember 16 Candles? I yeah. like that, yeah. Not good to watch with your kids. No. Why? Not good Why? to watch with your kids. Why? We made it 10 minutes. I go, I'm out. They go, I'm, I'm, I'm like, look, you want to watch with them, honey? It's one thing. But this, I can't do it. Oh, because <laughs> my world, my, first of all, it's funny. It's fucking, first of all, it's very funny. I love the 80s comedies. I like something about kids cursing is the way it's done. Like Molly Ringwald, Ringwald, right? Yeah, Ringwald. She's about to turn 16. She turned 16, right? The day yeah. before her sister's wedding, right? I'm telling, telling the people, the kids that don't know what 16 can Sure. And uh, it's a John Hughes film from the 80s. And John Hughes had these fucking teen comedies that were just resonated with children, with, with the teenagers. Yeah. So, listen, so they don't remember a birthday, the opening scene, right? She's like, and her first line, her line was, I can't believe they got my fucking birthday, which was funny. Just the fucking in there was yeah. funny, you know? So I'm like, okay, this is starting all pretty funny. The kids can handle one F word. Dude, next thing you know, she's in her fucking class. She's writing a note. Back back in the day before people were texting, I'm talking to the kids now. They sure. were writing notes in class and passing notes, you know? So she, she so she's taking a survey with a friend of hers. Who would you do it with? Right there, I'm like, oh, I'm not fucking, I don't want to hear her trying to, she wants sure. to do with the Jake, the, the hot throb. And now then you listen, so he got past that part. And now, dude, they're doing pull-ups, or supposedly doing pull-ups. Him and the, the guy, the, the, the heart throb and his buddy. Yeah. Like, what do you think of these, this 16-year-old? And they, dude, it's vulgar. I'm like, this is fucking hard. I, can't, I had to get out. I pulled the ripcord, Jimmy. It's how not- many, let me ask you, how many movies, because John Hughes, uh, he made a lot of really good movies, or a few good movies. There were 16 Candles, Pretty in Pink. What's another one? Did he do The Breakfast Club? Jimmy, when they were doing the pull-ups, he goes, look, um, really quick, though, because I'm not going to say the word they use, because it's not sure. broken. I'm he looking goes, it up right now, because I don't know if goes, there are wait, 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 I, I forgot, I didn't listen to your question, because I have to <laughs> So he's doing the pull-ups with the guy, and he goes, no, the, and the girl's cute. I keep catching her looking at me. And the big guy goes, well, maybe she's special. He didn't say special, though. He said, oh, Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, maybe she's, you know, and it's funny because he said the R word. Sure. You know, listen, it's a fucking, I like some of these politically correct fucking yeah. back in the 80s, horrendous fucking, it, it's just so, it's so out of touch, but yet, I don't know. Maybe it just brings me back to a simple talk. <laughs> 
What were you asking? What was your question, Jimmy? I'm looking up his movie. He was 59 when he died, John Hughes. Yeah, just very fucking young. I'll know. I'll know the question. I was saying, what are some of his other movies? Because he really did make kind of decade-defining movies. I hate to say that. Third Science, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, The Breakfast Club, um, Mr. Mom, Mr. Mom. Yeah. Uncle Buck. Did he do Uncle Buck? Keep yep, he did. You're right, Matt. He did do that. Yep. There, Uncle Buck. Only the Lonely. That's a great John Candy movie with him and Maureen O'Hara and he, I think Ali Sheedy. Yes. That was a great movie. I like I like a lot of comedies. John, anything John Candy does, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is fucking hilarious. That was him and Ali Sheedy. All the twenty year olds listening to this right now are like, "What? Yeah, are they this talking shit. about?" They'll like these movies, though. They're funny movies. You're seeing things that you won't see now. Now it's all cute comedies with a message. And back then, it was just people kind of being uh, vulgar and funny. Fuck yeah. All right. All right, listen. That was fun. When do we got Blagoy even off? It's a pretty good card this Saturday. Really nice card. Um, Lewis against Spivak is the main event. I don't want to pick that until after the interview because that would be kind yeah, of. Yeah, I don't want to taste. pick that. I don't want to pick that either, to be honest with you. Well, but, wait, uh, well, wait, because this, this has a lot of great uh, Asian fighters, even on the prelims, because it's the road to the UFC tournament. So the last four get these like big UFC deals. So the the road to the UFC tournament had them at Abu Dhabi, and I think it had them in Singapore. So it's like really good asian talent really good like people from korea singapore yeah. thailand japan like it's all of these fights so the prelims are actually going to start pretty early i think everything's actually late because we're you know going to appeal to that asian market so i think yep. everything's at 10 so make sure you get a nap in if you know you're like over 35 like us <laughs> that's right the main events at 1 a.m right the main card yeah yeah you drink some coffee Oh, you like that photo, Matt? I'm showing you and Jimmy a photo of my favorite actress. I can't. Who is it? You son of a bitch. (laughs) You don't know who that is. Uh, I believe it's, uh, I can't think you phone black. It's a Phoenix Carnivale. Oh, very pretty. A person in the upper left corner. Very lovely. Well, listen, man. You know, what do you think? She just does hemorrhoid commercials? She's open, man. She does every type of commercial. She'll do any. Listen. Right. I'll do a tampon commercial. Me too. (laughs) Give her a shot, Jimmy. Multi-talented. I'm sorry. Let's bring, uh, I believe uh, Blagoy is in. uh... Oh, even off. Let's go, man. I believe he is in. There he is. Blagoy, how are you? Uh, I'm good, thanks. Survived the knife attack. Dude, I wouldn't go out you with an axe. Look at you. You're a big gentleman. Listen, <laughs> yeah. We were just reading here about you surviving a knife attack, Blagoy. I don't want to bring up any negative, uh, uh, horrible um, memories. But yeah. hey, man, you survived. Could you tell us what happened with that? Yeah, you know what? The wrong time and wrong place was at this moment. <laughs> Oh, you are. Yeah. Where was the where? So, what time and place was that? Where were you? Was like some uh, uh, nightclub. So like was like street fight, you know. Yeah. We was like start the uh, where we start the fight. Like me and two more people against like fifteen people. And 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 the knife. And they bring a knife. That's not. That's not. Fair. Yeah. No, and we 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 just like 
we beat them and they they can do anything else and just this is the way they 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 use the knife oh and did he get you where did he get you yeah the <clears throat> with the knife yes in the like in the heart area oh so wait, yeah. so so i mean were you close to uh was it close to your heart? Was it a close call? I mean, yeah, it was. <clears throat> they put me two stitches on the heart. That's in crazy. the heart. In the heart. What, wow. what I found interesting, because I read a lot of articles on it, is that the first thing you said when you woke up from a medical induced comas was, Can I fight? Yeah, that yeah. Was the first I asked all the that. doctors. Yeah, this was the first thing I asked the doctors, and they say, Yeah. They didn't say no, but. And then they say no, you know. Yeah. But I say okay, I'll I'll come back. I, I feel I'll come back. <laughs> they said no at first. <laughs> yes. How long after that you got out of the hospital? Did you start training again? And how long after did you actually fight? I was three months in the hospital. You were in the hospital for three months. Yeah. And then I just start like learning how to walk again when I when I was in the hospital because it was very hard to me to walk. And uh, I lost like over over a hundred pounds. Wow! Yeah, you were in a coma, right? Yes, like medical coma, medically induced. Yeah. How how long were you in a coma for? Like two months and twenty days, something like this. Oh wow, that's a lot! I didn't realize it was that long. Was that yeah. for swelling to go down? Do they have to let swelling go down? Yeah, or? no, they show. So all the knives, all the knives, they are, they are dirty knives, and uh, I I got some infections, like like two, three different infections. They start treat with the, some uh, different antibiotics, and this like was this takes long. What, what that, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I was just gonna ask, like when they put you into a, a medical induced coma. Are you obviously they put you into it? Uh, did, did they? Did you know that you were going into that? Did they you say, don't oh, know. You don't know, ass? but you don't know. But you have some dreams, like like some 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 days you have bad dreaming, good dream. You know, like huh? go up and down. <laughs> now, when you wake up out of it, did you feel like Rip Van Winkle? I don't know. I don't know. You know, no. who that that's the guy. When I wake up, like the first time. Yes. So the the accident was in February. So my mom, she was next to me, and I asked her, "Hey, what what day were today?" And she say like uh, like April, and I said, "Wow, I just start realize <laughs> how long he's been, you know." Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you were not conscious at all? Like they didn't tell you we have to put you under. You just went to the hospital, kind no, of. No, I went and I passed passed out on the at the uh, at the emergency room. Woke up two months later. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, that happens to some people where they go into a coma for years, at least a couple of months. You know, life is pretty much still how you remember it. You know, uh, it, it, is it jarring at all, though? Like, does it take you a while to to accept the fact that you've lost a couple of months? Yeah, no, I was a little stressed. Yeah, I was a little stressed. But then it's, you're still alive. You're good, you know. <laughs> yeah. Has it changed your perspective on fighting at all? Like, because you came so close to death, do the stakes in a fight seem like they're less, or does it make it more important? Or how does it change the way you see fighting, if at all? So yeah, they, and then I start to like 
start to work out again and it was, it was like very hard for me because lost a lot of weight, muscles. Uh, I got some in the in my lungs, some damage to my lungs. Yep. And uh, it takes me a little bit long and uh, <clears throat> like, I believe this like make me like uh, stronger, you know, those struggles and but right now I'm good. <laughs> I think in your career, it's, it's kind of funny. It's that you've never questioned that you wanted to do MMA because you could have represented uh, Sambo in the Olympics for Bulgaria and you chose MMA instead. What is it about MMA that you're just like so in love with that, you know, even waking up from a coma, you're like, can I fight? Like, what is it that you <laughs> love about the sport? Yeah, so I, I love I, I love to fight and uh, like... I, my first professional fight was when I was 17 years old in my country. And it's, I, I like to make the money like this uh, with the fighting business. <laughs> it's better and with the, the Olympics, fight. with the Olympics, you wouldn't have made, made too much money, huh? No, I was in the Olympic team for the judo. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, but I didn't make it to the Olympics and I say, okay, fuck it, I'll go. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, go to make the money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and the, obviously this is a big fight for you. He's number 10, you're number 15. So I, I'm sure a win here would, would probably put you at number 10. Um, I, does that mean something to you? Yeah. It's, it's mean a lot. Like, I'm like more motivated for this fight, uh, for the preparation too. I feel more motivation and yeah, it's going to put me in a better position. So I'm ready. And how many fights do you watch of your opponent? Are you a guy that like watches a lot of what they've done or do you kind of just have your trainers watch it and tell you what you need to know? Yeah. I watched him before, before to announce that I'm going to fight him. Yeah. I know him like, uh, I know him like pretty well. Yeah. So, yeah, I know his fights, and then I start watching him more. We have some tactics, my team, so we're going to stay with, with this. I like when, that. When you guys were originally supposed to fight, I think it was 2021, and then that fell through, and now you have an opportunity to fight him again. Is there anything that's changed in your training from 2021 to, like, now? Anything new that you've picked up that you're deciding to use this training? Yeah, we're supposed to fight, but I got injured, and... Uh, I canceled the fight, but was like uh, in very early in the in the preparation. Yeah, like a few months before the fight. Were you going to say something, Jimmy? Oh, no, I was just going to ask you guys. You said you know each other. Are you guys friends or how well do you know each other? Not friends, but we know each other because he's been a, a long time the heavyweight. And uh, so he's European. I'm from Europe. So it's uh, the heavyweight is not too many. Uh, yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, you got to keep them on your radar. You never know who you're going to be in there against. Yes. Hey, Blagoy, what do you like to do? We like to get to know the fighters a little bit. What do you like to do when you're not training and clubbing? Just kidding. I don't know if that was back <laughs> in the day. When you're out, uh, what do you like to do? I mean, are you all, read a lot of books. You're into like some TV shows, some movies. What do you like to do on your day off? Yeah, I like uh, right now during the, my training camp, I, I was doing like watching a lot of like movie shows. Well, show sure. give us some. Uh, so and uh, yeah, I just start watching the the Yellowstone. Oh, oh. Fuck yeah, Blagoy! <laughs> yes, 
Do you like it? <laughs> yeah, it's good. And I used to watch. I I I I already watched the the Tusa King. Yeah. Man, we yeah. we could have been hanging out ages ago. Being <laughs> I I'm on the last episode of Tulsa King and yes. Tulsa King. So good, Sylvester. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's right? funny to watch. Yes, it is funny. I'll tell you what a great role. First of all, Sylvester Stallone. I don't give a shit. Yes, Sylvester is one of my favorites. He yeah. looks great. Doesn't he look great? He looks yes. great. And I think that show is so great for him. It's so great, you know. Yeah. And the other one, Yellowstone. I don't know if you're into westerns, but I watched. I'm just the in the beginning on the Yellowstone. 1883 is the prequel, like, and it's you know yeah. the westerns. I I binge that. I'm watching 1923, which is obviously a little bit later. And now it's all <laughs> prequels. And I'm on the one with Kevin Costner. I'm on like the last episode with that, the first season. All quality across the board. And I don't like a lot of shit, you know? What a good show. Yeah. I watched the first episode and I the, the first Yellowstone and I really liked it. And I, my my girlfriend didn't. She was like, "Ah, eh, so we didn't watch the second one." But I want to get back into it because everybody says how great the show is. Yes. By the end, she'll be asking you to buy cowboy boots and shit. Trust me, you get into it. <laughs> yeah. Lagoy <laughs> <Maybe>. knows. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, by the way, the fight time. I, I think uh, main card starts at one. Am I crazy to say it starts at one a.m.? Uh, ten p.m. my time. P.m. or one. Ten PM, uh, Vegas time. Oh right, which one? One AM for New Yorkers. Oh, okay. So yeah, for you, it's yeah. not that late. So it's like fighting on the East Coast. So it's still yeah. I'm gonna fight around eleven o'clock. And not to confuse people, because I'm confused now, Jimmy. It starts regular time for us on TV. Yeah, it, no, no, no. It's one AM on our. The main card usually starts ten PM on the East Coast, but in New York now, the main card will start at one AM. Right. That's oh, I thought you fucked up. Is that right? No, no, I'm, I'm but I, I forgot that I forgot uh, Blagoy is in Vegas, so it's yeah. it's going to be 10 p.m. start for them, which is not that bad for them. It's like fighting an East Coast fight because the main card starts at 10. All right, so it's a late night at the Sarah's. Yeah, it's a late night. Yeah. All right, good way, man. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fireworks. Yes. Fireworks. <laughs> well, boy, I have one like controversial question for you Ooh. before you go. Oh no! Yeah. So there's this huge debate in like the MMA community about Fedor, and because you competed against Fedor, I think I think it was in Sambo. Yes. What would you say? How do you think he would have done in the UFC? I think at his prime, he'll he'll be like one of the one of the best at his prime. In his prime, yes, I know. He's did did his strength degree. match up? Was he as strong as the as the other as the other heavyweights you've uh, you've dealt with in the USC, or was he smaller? Was he? Uh... Yeah, he's smaller, but he's like very good. Like his speed, like very explosion. Like yeah, a little bit, a little bit unpredictable. It's it's different. It was different. different. Yeah. Well, fighters have, have evolved so much too. Like, I think that there are fighters even 10 years ago who were very successful, who would have to make some major adjustments. It's not a knock on the fighters. It's just that the younger guys coming up are so good and have been training uh, in all areas so well. It just seems like, have you noticed it evolve a lot in the time you've been involved? Yeah, now it's, you know what, it's a little bit changes, like the game change a little bit, like more like stand up. It's it's different from the back in the days yeah you can tell 
Yeah, not to mention the calf kicks. You know how many times my calves got kicked? Zero. And I'm keeping it that way. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah. And uh, what are you expecting out of Tybora? I mean, he had a, a, I guess people want to say it's an upset um, in in his uh, last fight over Romanov. Uh, What are you expecting uh, on Saturday from him? Uh, So I expect he's, he's like good everywhere. But I think I'm the better fighter than him. Okay. Good, well, good luck on Saturday. Yeah, when you're stepping in a cage. Hell yeah, Blagoy. This was fun. <laughs> yeah, good talking right. to you. Yeah. We'll talk to you again after, man. Best Thank you. Luck. Appreciate it, guys. Have a great fight. Bye. Thanks, appreciate it. Thank you. Good. Take care, Blagoy. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. That's great. And you know, by the way, the, the, the heavyweight division, uh, Blagoy's won 19, Tybora's won 23, Sergey has won 15. There's a lot of guys with a lot of wins in the, in the uh, heavyweight division. So uh, I think it's really uh, very competitive. And any one of those guys who makes it into the top 10, I would be interested to see eventually get for, uh, to a title fight. You know, it's, it's not, uh, not just two or three guys that, that hold my interest at this point. Yeah, and then we're going to talk to, you know, another heavyweight in just a few minutes and Spivak. But if you take a look at his his highlight reel is really something worth watching because he has a lot of different skills, really great trips from the clinch and, you know, good takedowns. Like he's like an impressive fighter. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that interview. And I, and I think we talked about it the other day where I, I think even though he's faced some very good fighters when he beat uh, Sakai and Greg Hardy, I think when you look at what who the guys Lewis has faced, I mean, he's fought the, the top guys in the heavyweight division for the last few years. He's definitely fought the better competition. But what I'm worried about for Lewis is that he's 10 years older and his last three, you know, you know, knocked out the last three times. So, you know what I mean? Like he's explosive. He's aggressive. He can turn things around in any moment. But I don't know. We got to see what happens. I don't know if this is a, a coinkadink or bad news or a bad omen. But the last guy Derek Lewis, Lewis fought, his name was Sergey, also, and it was I don't I don't believe in any superstition. No, and plus you have to then you have to say what are the odds of losing to two Sergeys in a row? Oh, hey, listen, I don't know, but this guy means business to Polar Bear. 
Yes, I mean, he I does. Think they two guys with the same name back to back, and they were both assholes. So there are chances that <laughs> <laughs> Jim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, may, maybe that means something. Um, maybe it doesn't. I, what, what do you think? Fish? We haven't even asked you. Could we just deal? Uh, I think obviously the news of uh, Cyril gone against John Jones is relatively new. What do you think of that fight? I'm very, very excited for that fight, and that's the fight I wanted to see John take it heavyweight more than Stipe who I love and, and more than Francis who I love. Stylistically. It's so cool. Yeah. Also, I feel like we don't know John Jones anymore. That's right. You know, like what have you been doing in three years? What have you been learning? How has your body changed? I feel like I'm going to see a guy I've never seen before. Almost. It's like a new person. So it, it, that's why I like, I can't even give you like analysis because what are the things that John's worked on? What has he added to his game? We know as, as athletic as John is, now he has this mass on him. He's still got this long reach and range, but yeah. so does Gon. And Gon's got great movement, which, you know, some of the fighters that John has fought have not have that same level of movement as him. Yeah. So it's, this is so fascinating. Will the mass change anything? How has worked working with Cejudo changed anything for John? Like, I feel like it's a new John. So it's just going to be really exciting to see who hey, he is. Hey, Phoenix. Yeah. The fucking questions. Give us an answer. Who's gonna win? Oh shit! He's got his fucking goblet. Hey, I like my goblet. What? It makes me feel royal. You get a normal goddamn glass. You're freaking me every time you get that yes. thing. You look, I feel like you think you're royalty, and yes. you're looking down on your little. Uh, no. Hold on, Matt. I've got my canister. Phoenix, no. speak. I'm a, I'm a company man. I look like I'm fucking hiking, and you guys. <laughs> I look I look like I'm delusional and think I'm royal and Matt is a company man. Well, maybe if UFC sent me a mug, I would drink out of it. How about that? A hint for Adam. How about a mug for, for Jim? Yeah, can I get a mug UFC? This is my 13th time being on UFC Unfiltered. I just found out that today. I, I would have thought many more times than that. I guess it just feels so comfortable having you on, right? I would I would have thought more than that. Thank you, gentlemen. But uh so wait, so what do you so I know what I, I gave my thoughts on it. I know what I think is gonna happen. With and him. I'll tell you after that oh. uh, about Ciro Gon yeah, and yeah. John Jones. I know what I'm saying. What do you think is going to happen? Okay. After watching Francis and the wrestling exchanges with Ciro Gon, it is hard to go against John Jones, who we know has incredible wrestling prowess and he has been working with Ciro. So I'm leaning towards Jones in this one. But yeah, that's where I'm oh, with the grapp with, with the, the grappling. grappling. Yes. Matt said it's kind of something okay. similar, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what Matt said. Yeah. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, this is it. This is what yes. I'm going to tell you. Exactly what Phoenix said. Not like that. It is that. The grappling is going to make the difference. I'm saying it. They're going to go back to this podcast. They'll go back to the earlier one last week, or earlier this week. Sure. And I said he will take him down within two rounds and strangle yeah. him. That's what's going to happen. And I did not agree with that at all. Not that John can't strangle somebody, but uh, his his last submission win. And I get I know that that's not always indicative of what's going to happen. But I'm trying to look up when his last submission was. It's been years since his last submission win. And also, he's moving up to heavyweight. What will the three year layoff do? Is there any ring rust? Will he slow down at all because he's he's fighting somebody probably thirty five or forty pounds heavier than he's used to fighting? Uh, and Cyril Gan has the movement of a of, of fucking it's like watching Wonder Boy if he was giant, you know. Heat of the mongoose. Yeah, I mean, how will that how will that affect John at all? Yes. 
you know, how many people in the UFC did I knock out before I took the title? You were saying that you had knocked out no one before you fought GSP. That's the fucking point. Yeah. He's he's got something up those long arms and those sleeves. He's going to be like, hey, you know what? The Cyril God and the Frenchman, they're going to go, hey, wait, wait. I don't think he goes for the submission too much. Well, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. He doesn't go for it. He hasn't gone for it. Doesn't mean he doesn't have the ability or in an, uh, the arsenal. He has Absolutely. the arsenal. But it's been 11 years, and Vitor was the last guy he submitted. Um, and again, I'm not saying he can't. I just don't see the that. The thing happening. is that the, the reach situation is interesting, too, because I think Gon has a similar reach. It's three inch. I think Gone is 80. We did this, uh, I want to say 81, 84 in favor of Jones, I believe. We did that. We asked, uh, I asked that last week. I was surprised that Gone was shorter. Yeah. Well, listen to this. Hey, Phoenix, it's been a long time. I should have left you without John Jones to Thank step you. to. Um, yeah, without John Jones to step to. Oh. Yeah, improvise. I like it. <laughs> All right, guys. Yo, I'll I, be honest. I did not I, care I, for that I, exchange. I you didn't like that exchange? I thought that was. I, I didn't care for old it. Head I realize the neck on my shirt is really droopy and annoying. Yeah, yeah. My shocking's over. I don't know who's going to win the fight. What? Jones gone, but I don't think that John's going to take him down and strangle him. I'm not saying it's impossible. I just don't see it. But then again, we and look. No one picks fights perfectly. I mean, we just so what? I, I was last. I was. I wasn't right all the time. Last last fight card. I only picked no, this, three right. This division of conversation is what's why this fight's awesome because even I am not confidently saying Jones because of Cyril Gon's movement and his striking. I think that's fascinating. I'm happy with the matchup. I'm sad Francis is gone. But it's a good matchup either way. Another good matchup I'm sure we're going to talk about is the Volkanovsky, right? That one coming up in Australia. Yeah. Oh, Makachev, yeah, yeah. I like, I like Phoenix, what I'm hearing from uh, Volkanovsky. He's just like, hey, more everybody's saying I can't do, get this done. It fires me up. And let me tell you something. I've been thinking about it. And I... I Sometimes the bigger guys, and I know this yeah. from grappling from June Jiu-Jitsu for 30 years, they're actually easier to control on the floor than some of the guys That's that are tough. smaller. I fought one guy that was shorter than me in my whole life. What? <laughs> that was a little, <laughs> no, that's the, no, you act surprised. I'm, I'm going to look at that. Now, listen, Ivan Medjavar, little short. If I move in, he's puck from Alpha Flight. Very nice. Good reference. Anybody know these reps? Thank you for the reference. That was a gold thank nugget. You. Thank you. Wolver- thank you so much. All the nerds are going. <laughs> Those who don't know, yeah, Alpha right. Flight was the Canadian team. <laughs> yes, they were Canadian like yeah. superhero team. And this little like this little person named uh, Puck. Anyway, so he's like shorter than Wolverine. He's like a little short guy. But anyway, when I fought Ivan, I would be passing. I'd be in half guard, and I'd be passing, and he jumped to like his feet. I'm like, how does he get his little? I what? It was weird. I'm like. And when I had his back, I couldn't find his neck. And it was like, he's like a, he was like a little compact little thing. And Volkanovsky, getting him taken, I believe that Islam's going to take him down, but could he get back up? He's talking about how he's always getting back up. But then I think about him on the other end of those submissions from uh, from uh, Ortega. Yeah. And yes, how did he, he get out? out? How did he get oh, out? Shit. I still don't know. That is another thing to show. Now, we could, you could say, look, he was in those things. But you all could say, look, he was almost dead. Anybody else would have been dead to rights. He got out of those. He did. So that, that matchup is very, very just intriguing. We have 
Sergey uh, Spivak. Spivak is in, is in the waiting room. Yeah, let's bring him in. Don't let that big man wait. It's going so smooth, the show, isn't it, guys? I, I think it's a, quite an enjoyable <laughs> one. Ah, there he is. Hello. How you doing? I have a front here. How you doing, guys? Hey. Okay, how are you? Guys? Okay. Can we start with the translator for a second? Let's introduce to the translator. Who's the translator? Guys, hi, hi, translator. Just, just to make it, just to make it harder on you guys, my name is also Sergey, but I can go by Serge. So, Serge, okay. I want to ask Sergey. Now, look, we're gonna get to some fight stuff, but just to get to know him better, we like to let the, get to know the athletes. What is something he likes to do away from fighting? What does he like to do on a day off? And don't say go for a jog. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear movies. Does he like to read books? Is he a video game guy like Jimmy? What does he like? I'm a very simple guy, really, just just a normal human being. I do like to read books, but preferably not like psychology or psychological type books because I don't believe in psychology. I believe that whatever you're going to read in the psychological or psycho psychoanalytical books, it's not really true. It's different for every person because those people that wrote those things, they did not go through the path that every single one of us went through. So you can't just... Uh, cookie cutter it for everybody. It doesn't work the same way. But really, like I said, just uh, I like to be in nature. I like to go into the mountains. I like to cook on an open fire. Uh, I like to swim in cold water, like let's say in a lake or something that's you know colder than regular water. So just uh, normal everyday kind of you know simple things. That that's interesting. I'm gonna now. Why do you like this? I mean, I have a pool in the back. I keep that thing like 90 degrees. I don't like. There's Joe Rogan and everybody that likes the ice plunges. My ice plunges when I turn the the shower on, it's a little cold. I'm like, oh, and then it gets warm. I don't like that shit. What does he like about swimming in colder than usual water? That's I, I know his nickname's the polar bear, but you know, he's really living up to that. I don't know, maybe just because I like to do crazy stuff. I'm not sure. Maybe because my nickname is the polar bear, so I kind of have to go along with that. Ever since my dad gave me that nickname, I guess I, I must do some stuff that the polar bear would do. But it's just, uh, it's just. It's just a thing, you know, and I actually uh, recently I beat a record in UFC PI. I sat in the cold plunge for an hour. Get the wow. What? Is that, <laughs> is that healthy? I think no. <laughs> Most likely not. Now, is this your first main event? Ray Sefa, I guess, sat, sat there for like 55 minutes before him. But yes, this is the first main event. And uh, what's, how, are you, how, how do you like the additional media um, obligations? And is there any additional pressure? Do you feel any additional pressure? No, I'm not. I'm not giving it any more thought. I mean, this is not like I'm getting punched uh, all this morning. It's just to have a communication with people, people that want nothing but the best for me, people that ask me some questions, want to find out who I am. So I have no problem talking to these people. I also have my own life, my my separate life, where I can go out or I can, uh, you know, go train or whatever. And then I have a fight that's maybe 25 minutes or maybe it won't be 25 minutes, and that's it. But it's only 25 minutes of my life we're talking about. I still have the rest of my life. What's more satisfying as a win? A submission or a knockout over Derek Lewis? I just want to win. I really hope for and I pray for the fact that none of us get hurt. And I just hope for the best outcome for myself. I'm, I'm waiting to, to win. I'm hoping to win. Now, did you get extra? Now, every fight is dangerous in there. Did you Now, when you get Derek Lewis across from you, when you got matched up with Derek Lewis, 
is it almost extra exciting because this guy is so popular, both from his action inside the octagon and his his antics with his interviews and stuff? He's a popular guy, popular like a fan favorite. So it would be a nice notch in your belt. Did you get excited when you got matched up with the Black Beast? Yeah, it does not matter to me how popular he is. I mean, the, the octagon door is going to close and we're going to fight. And it's not I'm not going to be thinking in the middle of the fight like, hey, he's got a lot of followers or he's very popular. No, I'm going to fight a fighter and I, and I need to win. And yeah, I understand that he's a popular guy and he's a crowd favorite. And he should be. He fought for the title twice already. And a lot of people know about him. He's a famous guy. And, and great. That's good for him. But that's not what I'm there for. I'm there for the victory. Now he's um, you've won five out of six fights. You're on a really great run, and he's lost three out of four. Uh, are you? Do you feel like he might be he might be a more dangerous fighter than normal because he's almost desperate for a win at this point? Does that change how you think he will approach the fight? I'm preparing for a Derek who has just got done with a winning streak. I'm not preparing for a Derek that's coming off of a losing streak. That's smart. Yeah. I would ask you one more question because uh, Tybora is someone that you've fought before and he's fighting in the main event. What do you think is going to happen in that main event, the main card? The, the... I have my own fight. I'm concentrating on my own fight. Why would I be thinking about somebody else's fight? That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah Phoenix, what the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> no, because... Hey, surrogate, no, no. My thought process is when you know someone and you fought them intimately, you can always think about like you're oh, you're almost a better commentator, you know, yeah. you can say like this. Yeah, is no, I got you. I got you. Don't piss off the polar bear, will you? All right, listen. <laughs> hey, I'm fucking around. Well, Sergey, thank you so much for coming on and, and thank you for interpreting for Sergey. Good yeah. luck. This is a very, very exciting fight. You're now number 12 against number seven. Um, good luck in your first main event. And uh, I hope you have a great fight. All right, Sergey. Take care, and Serge. Take care, bro. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Later, guys. Be good, guys. Thank you. Thank you. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy-six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy-six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I like how uh, Phoenix doubles down on her thing and circles like, I don't want to. My fight. My I mean, fight. because he lost to Tybora, you know what I mean? And like, I guess in my in my head, like we're talking, we're about to talk about the whole main card. So it I'm like, all right, it. give no. us some insight on the card. I'm like, nope, I'm focused I, on my fight, which I understand. I, I like when he's like, well, why am I even worried about somebody else? <laughs> People are going to ask him that a lot this week, though, and he's going to have that answer. I know. But it makes sense. You know, um, 
by the way we should give a shout out sorry matt uh laura sanko uh this saturday on uh fight night she's going to be the first woman to be a part of the ufc play-by-play which is uh very good so good for laura i like her i think everybody likes laura sanko so it's so well deserved everybody likes laura I'm saying I think we should try to get Phoenix in some kind of booth or something. We got to get her some airtime, man. She's a knowledgeable, yeah. knowledgeable person. I'm just saying, I'm listen, I love Laura too. I'm very happy. Sure. But I'm just saying there's more room. She's the first. Doesn't mean there can't be more. Of course. You know? it's, it's a limited. You need girls that know what they're doing. She's got how many Muay Thai fights do you have, Phoenix? Five. And, I, and what did you just get your blue? You just got your blue belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I want to see Phoenix out there more i love that we have her here yep but come on. I, I appreciate that and i honestly like i would love to work with laura sanko i think she's super knowledgeable i yeah. think fight fans recognize the amount of work ethic that she has and the things that she's done in the sport and i just think it's special that she's there the, the coolest thing about fight fans especially in this era of the ufc they really they are open to women as long as you know what the hell you're talking about they're like all about it you know we, we've had right. great competitive female fights yes. we have more and more commentators and more and more reporters Preach. know their stuff yes. so it's it's been amazing and i'm so happy for her because she's gonna kill it and that's gonna open the doors for way more women to just be there doing our thing yeah and can i just say to jimmy and i was gonna text him this after the next time you call me with tears in your eyes and oh my god to a fight with my girlfriend my heart hurts i won't listen your heart hurts remember poor boy do you remember Pogoy? Just enjoying my goblet of beverage, Matt. <laughs> oh, my. Hold on. Oh, I'm lightheaded. Boy, what is wrong? What happened? You know what? You don't know what just happened, Phoenix. What happened? Sometimes I attempt little jokes, and Jimmy, he goes, he's like a little bird on a perch, and he's like, and he shits all he shits like a pigeon. He shits all over my little my little bit, my little little attempt at his craft. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, comedian. Anyway, what do we got, guys? Well, we've already talked about the main event, and I'll be. I want to talk a couple of upcoming fights before we go. Um, I I'm really looking forward to uh, Marab against Piotr Jan on March 11th. Uh, and again, I've said it a lot. This is why people love UFC so much because they give you these matchups that you're kind of hoping to see. Uh, Gaethje uh, Fazeev is such an incredible yeah. co-main on that London card, um, which I believe that's the Edwards uh, Usman three. Am I right about that, or am I nuts? Okay. What do you think about Ed- Edwards uh, Usman three? Leon said it is going to be a different fight than the first one, but again, I think that's because he was was down in in, in that fight. There was like other things. Was there, was there altitude? Am I remembering that wrong? Was like, look, one of the things, I don't know. Where was the fight? I don't remember. I just remember, I remember Leon talking about it. Yeah, I think that was Salt Lake City. Was that that Salt Lake? Yeah, Yeah. it was there. Um, So it was Utah, Leon Edwards really needs an opportunity to shine and show more of his stuff. It's just that Usman has been just like so dominant and then he, he had that incredible knockout. So I think it might be a different fight for both because he has something to prove. He's in his home. It's going to be with his people around him. And yes. now he knows what he could do. That's Does that mean crazy. anything though? Look at Derek Lewis in Houston and Dallas. It doesn't always mean something. Yeah, when you're, pressure. yeah, some guys don't like that. 
But I'll tell you this, when I do commentary stuff like, or to go on shows here in the US, people are not like 100% sold on Leon Edwards. But if I talk to anybody out in the UK, they're like, they love him. I mean, they worship him there. So there, you you definitely feel the difference with the UK community, like at for Edwards, how much they're for Edwards. But what's so amazing about Usman and like Jim, I remember when he came into studio with us one time. Do you remember that? It was yes. like a million years ago is that he really is just an evolutionary fighter. He just gets better and better. And he's one of those guys that's going to, you know, I sense is going to recover from a loss very well and like very aggressive. So let's see what happens. Speaking of that, did you see Black Panther 2? Did you like yes, it? Yes, I did. I did. I thought it was a little too long, but I liked it. A little too long, a little too much with the violin. Don't get me wrong. I thought yeah. there was some good parts in that movie, but one of my favorites was Kamar Usman. Mm-hmm. He played for like the bodyguards and he was in a couple of scenes. He had one talking scene with him and my uh, brother-in-law, Edwin. That's not Edwin, but he looks like he's a big giant man. He kind of reminds me of my brother-in-law. And they had a little back and forth. Little, Don't you say that to me. One of those, he said, I had a, a talking line, which I liked. And then at the end with the victory party, they show people partying and they show him painted up in his Wakanda yeah. thing. And he's just doing a little fucking like a little like this. Like, like <laughs> hey, hey, come on, man. And it's like that kind of thing. Anyway, uh, you know, it's not on my, you know, I'm not going to, like, I, I, it was like, take it or leave it. I wasn't thrilled with the movie. It's okay. It's a little long. I liked it, but it was long. A little so. long. A little long. Uh, what are you watching now, by the way? Are you watching anything new, Phoenix? I really liked Tulsa King. I just watched The Last oh, of Us. Yeah, The uh, Last of Us was good. Uh, is that so, good? I've heard pretty good things about it. It's good. It's good. They have a little, like, love story with these two big guys, burly guys with beards and in the last um, one, it got a little weird. Not weird. I was, well, I was um, a bit over zombies, but the it's it's still it's still pretty good. Yeah. No. Listen, it's uh, it, it, it's I like it, I, and it's the girl from from uh anything post apocalyptic is kind of is kind of cool because we always think about what would happen if fucking everything goes. Hey, would you survive the apocalypse, Matt? Matt, do you think? Uh, I'd be some muscle and I'd do I do some shit, but uh, you know, I'm not building a fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a survivalist. I'm not Joe Rogan hunted elk. You know what yeah. I mean? What about you, Jim? I'll, I'll find a guy about? that knows how to do that shit. I'm, hey man, listen, dude. I got your back. You know what I'm saying? Let's make this shit work. Would I, I survive the apocalypse? I don't know. I don't even know if I'd want to. I, I'm such a bad sleeper without <laughs> nuclear waste. I, I don't think I would do very well sitting up in a tunnel, my head against a, a rock wall. So no, probably not. You're not sleeping well. Is it? Why? You know, I'm up all a lot all night, and I have belly issues. It's more my stomach. I'll get up and I'll use the. I'll be in the bathroom for like 45 minutes. But why? What is your problem? You're just not sleeping. I am a very poor sleeper. I'm claustrophobic. My I get congested. I need. I have sleep apnea. It's a disaster. Uh, too bad you don't. You know, you're on the wagon. and you can't have a couple gummies or anything. Now that would still the sleep apnea would still be bad. Yeah, but usually chubby, heavy guys get that sleep apnea. I didn't yeah. Know it's not little guys, but, you know, slender. Thank you, you must wait. I, my father, hey, my father had one of those masks. It got recalled because it was giving people cancer. I, I don't want to scare you. Jesus, what did he hook it up yeah, to the fucking the exhaust pipe? No, 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 the rubber in it. Like, it, it was, like, deteriorating and it would get in people's lungs. No shit. Jesus. That's that, not me. How many years ago is that? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how long you had that machine, but you're sitting there thinking you're getting some nice fresh air and you're really fucking putting some shit in your lungs. I would check your model. I would Google that, Jimmy. 
I will, buddy. Thank you. Look okay. at Matt always looking out for your health, Jim. I'm he does. Matt's a good egg. He's my little bird. Matt loves his good Very friend. sweet relationship that you guys have. Hey, Phoenix, do you know that Jimmy March 4th is going to be at the Paramount in Huntington, Long Island? That's correct. I did not know that. Oh, well, now you coming. do. I got tickets. Well, I'm going to get tickets. I, Matt's going to get tickets. Yeah. I expect to get, and at the very end of the show, he's going to give me a shout out. Yes. You really are so good. I went to see him. He got me tickets when last time he was at Caroline. Uh, oh, thank you. Oh, so a, you you've show. seen Jimmy live before. He has, yeah. I've seen Jimmy live, and he's really, really funny. Thank you. And I have my moments. He, even when he messes up a joke, he fixes it, and it's funnier. <laughs> so you're, you're a black belt. You know what's really fucked up? After all this time I know Jimmy, I don't think I've seen you. You might not have never. No, probably not. Dean Thomas what? has been at the cellar, but you probably haven't, no. Yeah, he's probably trying to steal your bits. Me. <laughs> you can have him. <laughs> <laughs> you have them. Hopefully, do a bit more for him than they have for me. It's not going to work for him, though. You know, I think he's going to try to be like, "Yeah, I had a finger up my ass." It's not going to be the same thing. You, 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 you word it better. Maybe. So, before we go, is there anything that we're forgetting to talk about? Oh, you sound like you know something. What is it, Phoenix? Well, I just there's one fight that like oh. maybe like oh. we should talk about. Well, oh my goodness! I, Drum no, roll, please. That you know. The main what event, is- some fights on the court. Are we going to talk about Max Holloway versus uh, Brandon Allen? I think Max Holloway versus Arnold Allen is a hell of a fight. Yeah, Arnold yeah. Allen has been looking just like a just a total beast. Yeah, I it's ner- it's a little nerve wracking though because it's crazy because Max Holloway is only thirty one, and isn't Arnold Allen only like twenty nine? But it's like not the age; it's the miles. Like look at look at how much right. Max way it's fought and how like how much he's been through and you know here he is like a kind of gatekeeper again you know but oh, how dare you exactly i don't mean to say that he's really one of my favorite fighters but it's it's a little scary but yet we never really doubt max because he's off the hook and what he did to yair rodriguez and it's like you know and that was a fun ass fight so it, it's it's a great matchup but it's also like what does this take Allen out of out of contention to fight Volkanovski? If Volkanovski goes back to 145, did we cut out a, a possible contender? Because how many times could Volk and Max fight? Or does Volk stay at 155? Like it's there's a lot of things surrounding this matchup that I don't know what your opinion on is. is on. And he's 10 and 0 in the UFC. Uh, Arnold Allen hasn't lost in that. What is it? Nine years uh, since 2014. Eight and a half years since he's lost. Yeah. The win streak is like, I think Alexander Volkanovsky has like 12 and then Islam has like 11 or something like that. I might be wrong, um, but it's clo- close to that type of stats. Well, okay. when is that fight set, by the way? Uh, uh, um, Possibly uh, April. April Possibly. 15th with uh, Barboza uh, Quarantillo as the co-mate, which is also a fight that I'm looking forward to. Barboza! Uh, Barboza! We love you. <laughs> you have noticed about the mics? They don't go out when I need them to. <laughs> I like that Phoenix tried to chime in. She doesn't know the words. It goes like this, in case you want to know, Phoenix. Barboza, Barboza. Hold it. Three, two, one. Edson, Barboza. Get ready for it. You're only a kick away. Uh-huh. Barboza, Barboza. All right, listen, guys. Well, we listen, have, we, we have the other one. Jimmy, 
Jimmy's apartment's very high up in the air. Before he jumps off his fucking terrace, we have to end soon. Because I, I am tortured to my poor bird. <laughs> I am. He had a long morning. He had Sam Roberts, and he's over there. And now he's just like, Mold, don't yell at me, Jimmy. I love you. I'm not going to yell at you. this thing. Let's do plugs. Let's do a pick. I'm changing my pick to the polar bear. Okay. I am. You know why? Because you're picking the Black Beast. Yes, I am. I think Lewis wins. I, I, I think Derek comes out in the first or second. This is a must-win fight for him. Yes. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I think Lewis in a must-win situation will find a way to get it done. And uh, anybody in their the, the level of talent he's fought already, um, yeah, I, I just think it gives him an edge, even though you're right. There is a 10-year age difference. And, uh, yeah, the guy's singing. The guy's polar bears swimming in cold water. He seems very relaxed. Yeah. He has the he has the fucking record for sitting in a cold plunge for an hour. Wow, that stuff scares me. And yeah. I know he doesn't give a shit about any other fight but his, so he's very. That's cool. right. He certainly I doesn't. Like, <laughs> he was, I like when he's a little annoyed at that. Why would I even? Fucking, that was great. I had fun with that interview. Yeah, I did. Um, Who are you taking, Phoenix? I don't know. The age makes me want to go with Sergey. The funness no. want to go. Did you see how lean Lewis looked, though? Did you see the photos? I have not. I no, did, I did not. He's in like ridiculous shape. He look. I don't know if this was just one photo and a good camera angle, but he looks like he's in really, really good shape. So that might affect his longevity in this fight. Um, I don't know. Let me just do this, just for what? second round TKO Derek Lewis. I'm totally. Oh. Okay, so you would me. You're saying that Derek Lewis is getting TKO'd in the second round. No, I no. think Derek Lewis TKO's Sergey in the second I round. I think so too. I think I'm wrong, but I'm going to say it anyway. Guess what? What? I agree to disagree. Okay. I'm going to say third round stoppage. Sir, uh, okay. Sergey. Uh, yes, yeah. Sergey. Because you got the flashbacks of that that Tai Tuvasa head and arm triangle. Remember how awesome that was? I don't know if you remember that, Matt. He had I that do. really great head and arm triangle on Tai Tuvasa that last fight. Ooh, so, shoot, man. That thing was tight. I have know? a terrible memory, and I remember that. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. They're not. All right. Jimmy, yeah, what do you, here's what I'm promoting. Let me promote one thing. Tonight... And every Wednesday this month, I'll be at the Fat Black Pussycat doing an hour, 7 p.m. It's the Comedy Cellar Sister Room uh, right there on West 3rd Street. An hour? Yeah. So go to ComedyCellar.com. You can get tickets. It sells out every week. So. Jimmy, are you working out new material? Or you have something well-crafted? Or what do you got going Both. On? I mean, I play with ideas. I play with the order to see what works, what doesn't work, you know. Like on you do New Joke Monday? Sometimes, yeah. But this is for an hour. So I'll do some new jokes and some that work, you know. Uh, it, it just, it, it's just good to, uh, keep it fresh, you know, what's new joke Monday, uh, Monday nights at the fat black pussycat. It's like that sister club for a comedy seller. The yep. comedians, like even really super famous comedians will try out new jokes on Monday. Yeah. I recycle my jokes. All right. <laughs> hey guys, I had a blast, man. Me too. I Thank what you. another hour. Let's go. No, I'm only fucking around. Jimmy, uh, SarahBJJ.com if you want some arm locks and I do cameos. Wow, Phoenix, what did you want to fucking... Uh, uh, I'm working with this company called Hatch and like, you know, people do like meditations in the morning. Well, I don't do that. I give you inspirational stories that are three minutes long when you wake up in the morning and they're all stories from pop culture. So it'll be like things you can learn from Batman. 
things you can learn from the Wu-Tang Clan, spiritual messages from Groundhog's Day. And they're like three minute stories about something fun from pop culture that inspires you to be a better person throughout the rest of your day. So that launches in like March, it'll be up on my Instagram page. But, you know, if you're having trouble sleeping, it gives you like waves and ocean sounds when you wake up in the morning, if you want to meditate or stretch or just listen to me tell you a story, like the Hatch device has all of that. It's pretty cool. Jimmy Hatched, my little bird. Jimmy, do you, I'm sorry, Jimmy. Jimmy, do you have a sleep machine in my help? I do, but I have two of them and I can't use it. I'm too claustrophobic. I'm a mess. No, when it's on your face, it's it's hard to breathe. No, no, I meant asleep like a sound machine. Yeah, oh, yeah, I have like a pink noise thing, which actually does help. Okay, it goes like that. <laughs> and that thing's called Hatch. Hatch what? Hatch.com. What is it? Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, Jimmy. That's like Chewbacca making noises for you to go to sleep. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Thank you, Phoenix. You're the best. Say, the fights this weekend are at like one in the morning. Well, that's the 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 the, the, the uh, prelims start earlier, but the main starts at one a.m. in New York. If you're in Vegas, it's ten p.m. That's what we usually have to deal with. Well, guys, listen, I had a blast. Phoenix, don't wait so long to come on again, please. We have fun. Yeah, we love having you on. Love you guys too. Appreciate it. Bye, Phoenix. Hey, Jimmy, I'll talk, you, I'll talk to you by this weekend. All right, guys. Goodbye, everyone. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that the U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut. If you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.